From Leader in Me Studios, I'm Molly Garcia. This is The Empowering Teacher. Many of us can relate to that moment where we lean into courage and have a difficult conversation with another person. Butterflies in our belly, reminders of taking a deep breath, and the feeling of just winding it over. We know that difficult conversations are a part of our work as teachers, whether it's with the student, a parent, or a colleague. The question is, how can we navigate these moments in a way that leads to true synergy? That sweet spot where the desirable outcome is a win for all those involved, and our relationships are not simply maintained, but they're transformed. Today, we are taking this issue head on with the help of Stephanie Gao, Leader Me coach and consultant from Texas. Stephanie's gonna support us in creating a toolkit to navigate through these difficult conversations. Stephanie, welcome to the Empowering Teacher Podcast. Oh, Molly, thank you. It is so great to be here. We are so excited to have you with us today, especially with our focus on just navigating those difficult conversations. And I would love for us just to go back to Dr. Covey's words. He is um, famous for stating that the seven habits are most needed during those challenging times. So let's just acknowledge that when we're working with other humans, we're going to experience moments and even seasons of challenge and opportunity. So let's start a conversation with the question, how can the seven habits of highly effective people help us navigate this space? Such a great question, Molly. And, you know, we're set up for success. When we are anchored in the seven habits of highly effective people, when we're actively living those practices, it really does set us up for success with all conversations, especially these difficult conversations. And so um, leaning into those private and public victories, habits one through three, the private victory, and um, the public victory whenever we focus on habits four, five, and six, and just that maturity continuum, really that's our foundation and it help. we can count on it. Yeah, I love that you bring up, um, Stephanie, the private and the public victories. What do we need to know about how you know, they activate or maybe even rely on each other to support us in leading ourselves and leading others in those difficult spaces? Yeah, that's such a great question. When I think of the private victory, habit one is foundational. It's our root system. Mm -hmm. And so in preparation for a difficult conversation, um, it just brings such great self-awareness and preparation to really lean into that first habit, being proactive, making sure that I, Stephanie, am pausing before I respond. I'm taking time to gain the self-awareness needed um, in, in myself. What's going on in my mind, in my heart? What are some beliefs? What are some biases, maybe some assumptions that I'm making? I'm literally pausing and, and getting myself ready to have a good conversation, um, a productive, a highly effective conversation. I want to give my best. And in, in order to do that, I take habit one, two, and three 
being proactive, beginning with the end in mind. I'm actually visualizing, you know, a positive outcome and then putting first things first. And so I'm giving my best. And that's that private victory in, kind of in the prep yeah. before going into the conversation. Um, when I think about, you know, having the conversation itself, the public victory, it's all about relationships. Yeah. And so that abundant mindset is, is crucial. Finding the wins, choosing to find the wins. And that would be habit four, thinking win-win. Molly, I've got to tell you, habit five, seeking first to understand and then to be understood, that is the skill and yeah. it is a skill, something that we can learn that truly sets us up for success when having a difficult conversation. Say more about that, Stephanie. I, it reminds me, I remember having a conversation with Sean Covey and he had said um, the connection between four or five and six. He said, four is the mindset, five is a skill set, and six is a result. And it I'm just making a strong connection um, in the journey you're taking right now between the connection between the private victory and the, the public victory, how they're so interwoven and, and they need each other <laughs> in that space. Yeah, they really do. I love that. The mindset of just that abundant mindset, habit four and habit five, the skill set. So getting good at having a reflective conversation, mm -hmm. it's a skill. Mm -hmm. practicing that, you know, mm -hmm. um, listening in a different kind of way than we have ever listened before. Mm -hmm. Having the courage to take off Stephanie's shoes and step into the other person's shoes. And so when we're talking about a difficult conversation with a parent, with a coworker, with a student, with a friend, with a family member, when we've done our work in that private victory, to get ourselves in a place that we are confident we're bringing our best. And when we have the mindset, that abundant mindset that, you know what, Stephanie, I might be wrong, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, there's a good chance. So, uh, and then we practice that skill set of, um, I want to hear you. I mean, that's what we're saying when we go yeah. in to seek first to understand that empathic listening. I, I want to hear you with no judgment, um, no accusation, no assumption. And I truly want to hear you reflect back what I'm hearing to make sure, um, you know, I'm, I'm defining your words correctly, giving you space to, to correct or add to, um, and it's just super honoring of the other person. Those are the things that lead to habit six, the, the results, the positive mm -hmm. results, mm -hmm. and it builds trust. Mm -hmm. I love that statement you just made, Stephanie. I want to hear you. That statement alone is so honoring um, to the other person. And imagining being on the receiving end of someone who's making you feel in their words and actions that they want to hear you. That is so honoring and beautiful. I love that. Now, you did mention, Steph, you said um, setting yourself up in a proactive way. And you talked about how um, habit number one is really the root system. So mm -hmm. how can we be proactive um, before, during, and after those difficult conversations? Yeah. So if I just like paint a picture of what proactive before would look like, 
Yeah. I, I mean, I see myself in a, in a room alone, journaling, um, doing some self-talk, some self-coaching mm-hmm. and just, um, being proactive in such a way that, um, that I am being intentional about what it is that, that I might need to shift in myself in order to bring my best self to the mm-hmm. call. So that, I mean, all of that is leading up to yeah. the, to the call. Mm-hmm. I think many times we can, that, that pre-conversation that we have with ourselves can mm-hmm. actually harm us. Mm-hmm. Many times we can yeah. find ourselves getting defensive already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When Great we know point. we're approaching a difficult conversation. Yes. Yes. And so um, Dr. Covey's work would have us do this different and, and have us pause and, and really identify uh, what's most important so that we can bring ourselves and hear the other. And that, that takes us to that second phase of during you know, just the, the skill set of, okay, I am going to um, give you eye contact. You know, we are knee to knee or eyeball to eyeball. If mm-hmm. it's through a computer screen, um, you have my full attention. I am fully present and I am here to listen. And when I do feel the need to be understood, I'm going to be careful to use I statements rather than you statements, mm. you know, and just it's, it's a reflective conversation that is honoring both ways. And there might even be some teaching involved through modeling. So that's part of the prep, just knowing this may not be a person who has that maturity um, and, and they may learn through mm-hmm my modeling. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. So that takes us to a positive post conversation. I mean, that, that is going to lead yeah. us to positive results yeah. where we can come together and um, maybe it looks even different than both of us thought mm-hmm. at the beginning of the call, but it's going to be a better outcome. I love that you are the picture you're painting for me and the connection I'm walking myself through as you're sharing this journey is going through the seven habits workshop when we um, talk about the mental model and the physical model. And as you walked us through before, during and after, when we create that mental model, we want the conversation to look and sound like and the result we want creates that physical model. It's just all connecting for me. Stephanie, thank you for that example. It was, it was amazing. I have to um, dig in here because I know I love to hear your wisdom around this. We know the power of paradigms. I mean, we know that our mindset dictates a lot of the opportunity that's going to happen forward in the conversation. So when you're you're working through a challenging conversation, or maybe you've witnessed a teacher navigating through a tough space, what do you notice about their paradigms, or what do you notice about your own paradigms? You know, the first thing that's coming to mind as you ask that question is um, am I stuck at independence? Mm -hmm. So when we think of that maturity continuum, you know, Mm -hmm. dependence is where is, is the, uh, the baseline Mm -hmm. and then habits one, two, and three, that private victory that takes us to independence, which is a great thing. We have growth. And then um, the pinnacle where we want to go is 
interdependence yeah. and that public victory and what can stifle us. I'll just speak for myself. What can stifle me is going into a conversation stuck at independence. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have the confidence because I have strong work ethic. I've got great ideas. Um, I've done the work of habits one, two, and three. I'm very goal oriented. Um, I achieve my goals. I, I am a strong, independent woman. And that mindset can actually, that paradigm can actually hinder me and, and get me into a scarcity mindset if I'm not careful. And so um, open it, having the courage to open my mindset, to have that abundant mindset that thinks win-win is huge. Mm-hmm. It's a courageous choice mm-hmm. because I may hear things that I don't agree with. Mm-hmm. I may hear things that are different. Mm-hmm. There, there's a, there may be some diversity in the room. You know, there's, there's, it, it just is polar opposite from our world that we live in mm-hmm. to have an abundant mindset. Mm-hmm. And yet it is such a beautiful trait yeah. of a leader. Yeah. I love, you know, this kind of leads into my next question around barriers. And I think you might've scratched some of this. It's it's bringing me to this space. What barriers keep us from moving forward in that conversation? You talked a little bit about them right now. What would you add to that? Our our biggest barrier is ourself. (laughs) All the fears that we (laughs) kind of talk ourselves out of having, you know, that that productive, highly effective conversation that's right on the tip of our tongue mm-hmm. if we if we allow ourselves to. And it does create a lot of self-management and self-awareness. You know, that's high EQ, emotional intelligence, to have um, self-awareness and to be able to manage yourself when you feel your face kind of getting flush or your fingertips are tingling or you have, you know, a dry throat, you know, yeah. just... To, to think, okay, why is my body acting this way? This could be a barrier that I'm going to push through and now something's going to come out of me that I will regret yeah. a reaction. Mm-hmm. And so the the pre-conversation is huge. Getting real clear and, and confident in preparing ourselves. Mm-hmm. I, I would say the biggest barrier, Molly, is definitely ourselves. We can get in the way. Yeah. I love the connection. I'm walking away with so many tools here, just seeing, you know, how connected the private victory and the public victory are. So really understanding that we've got to do the work on the independence level and at the same time be really clear on what we want this conversation to look and sound like with someone else, right? I think that's the key I'm hearing you say is the interdependence um, is the pinnacle, being able to work with others. And that means we're going to open ourselves up to um, honor the other person and hear what they're incited as well. And together moving forward is how a conversation um, finds success when things might be challenging because um, mm-hmm. we certainly know Uh, there's opportunity for us to practice the skill set and bringing us to where we want to be with our schools and um, with our students, which is where the magic happens. So Stephanie, thank you for just shining the light on how we can lean into the seven habits to help us navigate 
difficult conversations that come our way. We're going to switch gears just a little bit, and we're going to go into what we call the rapid fire questions. I want you to have (laughs) fun. Don't overthink it. Just quick responses. What do you say? Hey, let's do this. (laughs) Okay. You're going to love this one. One thing that you're grateful for today. Oh, Molly, the sunshine is out. Yes. Oh, it's so beautiful. I love that. I love it. I can see you smiling in the sun. All right. One quick fact that most people may not know about you. Well, okay. So I have crooked pinkies. (laughs) Not only do I have crooked pinkies, my dad has crooked pinkies. My daughter has crooked pinkies. So it's a thing. I love that. I've known you for five years. I have never known that you are absolutely right. <laughs> okay. One word your past teachers would use to describe you. Mm, I would have to say um, a listener. Oh, I love that. Yes. Yes. Okay. What is the best piece of leadership advice you've ever received? Okay. This one's easy. This is from um, my grandmother, and she's my role model. And she said, Steph, find good in everyone. There is good in everyone. Mm, I love that. Taking that one with me everywhere. Okay, Stephanie, <laughs> thank you for having some fun with us. Everyone, we'll be right back with some more greatness in just a moment. Do you want to engage your students and staff in the highly effective practices of the seven habits? I'm Denise Rappa, leader in me, coach and consultant from sunny California. One of my favorite resources to share with schools is the seven habits roundup. It has 20 bell ringers, icebreakers, team builders, and synergizers to engage students and staff in the highly effective practices of the seven habits. You can use these bits for brain breaks, staff boosters, or even a fun Friday culminating activity to deepen understanding of the habits and provide a shared experience among all learners. Check out the seven habits roundup today on leaderandme.com. Welcome to the paradigm pause today. Let's take a moment to reflect on a paradigm we can hold around having challenging conversations. When we choose to embrace a mindset that is open to understanding the other person, as well as our own thoughts and intentions, we create a place where we truly balance courage and consideration. It's in this space that we honor both ourselves and the other person. Stephanie reminds us today that when we choose a lens of understanding, we actually get to the heart of the issue It doesn't become a you or a me thing. Rather, it becomes an opportunity to work alongside each other towards an effective outcome. Challenging conversations are an important part of our work as educators, and we need one another to work through them. Choosing a paradigm of empathic communication sets us up to shift from seeing challenges as a barrier to seeing them as a reason to work together. Welcome back, everyone. We always end our podcast episode with one doable action step or strategy that the empowering teacher can take right back to the classroom. So Stephanie, what's one thing that you think our teachers can move forward with today that will have a big impact in their classroom? Oh, wow. You know, Molly, just going back to that paradigm that can get us stuck, you know, that independence. Mm. Um, 
And so for all of you strong teachers out there, you independent teachers, oh, wow, you're on my heart. And I just want to encourage you to open up, to have the courage to listen to um, your cohorts out there, listen and maybe pick up something new, uh, maybe try something different and just have the courage to have that win-win mindset, that win-win attitude, that abundant thinking that's in you. It's in you. And so I just want to encourage you to to challenge yourself, just find an opportunity to do that. Oh, I love it. Stephanie, thank you for sharing your genius with us today. And of course, a big thank you to our listeners. Keep shining. You've got this. 